Armoire makes getting dressed easy. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, you can build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five-minute style quiz and select items from your dynamic, personalized closet. The styles will show up at your door in as little as two days. Then when you're ready for new clothes, you just swap them out for more new-to-use styles. Since having kids, I have kind of lost my personal style and I'm using Armoire to help me find it again while trying out different brands and styles without having to add more physical stuff to my wardrobe. And I have a few events that are coming up that I know I am going to want some fancier items to wear than the items that I own. And I don't really want to go shopping for items that are going to sit in my closet without being worn after that one day. I hate the waste that that creates and I love that Armoire allows you to rent high quality designer clothing for any occasion and then send it back. I'm just really grateful that I have Armoire to help me dress for the occasion without having to add something to my closet permanently that I know I'm only gonna be wearing once. Right now, my listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armwire.style slash minimalish. That's armwire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash minimalish to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Armwire today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Life is full. It's full of beautiful moments, hard moments, and a whole lot of mundane in between. Often we find ourselves going through the motions and we end up seeing mostly the hard, mostly the boring, and failing to see the good in our days at all. With Intention is a podcast about changing the narrative. I'm your host, Desiree, and I'm no expert at living intentionally. I'm just here to share my personal learnings alongside stories from others about how we're learning to see the beauty in the mundane, celebrate our beautiful, ordinary, everyday lives, and approach every aspect of them with intention. We'll talk about things like motherhood and family, reflecting and taking care of ourselves, our work, our homes, all the things that make up our days. My hope is that you'll leave our conversations reminded that our beautiful, hard, ordinary, mundane days, this messy life, it's full of good and it's full of purpose and it's meant to be lived well with the utmost intention. I'm so glad you're here. Let's get to today's episode. Hi friend, welcome back to With Intention. I am coming at you solo today to talk about body image. I actually had no plans to talk about this topic. I was writing a post for Instagram and... It was getting a little long, and I realized, you know what, I just want to talk this out. This is a topic that I think is so important, especially as we are in the summer, where body image issues tend to flourish the most. We can't cover up with sweaters and sweatshirts all summer. Well, we can, but we shouldn't have to. It has been quite the journey for me. And I will not admit to being an expert on how you can overcome your body image issues. 
And I can't say that I am completely rid of my own, but kind of unintentionally, a lot has changed with my own body image over this past year. And it has been one of the most important changes that I've made in my life, not just for myself, but for my family, for my relationship with my husband, and for my daughter, who I know is growing up seeing the way that I treat myself, seeing the way that I look at myself in the mirror, hearing the way that I talk to myself. So I did an episode on body image with my friend Blake a while back, and I'm going to link that in the show notes. But just thinking back to having that conversation, I am such a different person now, and the way that my body image is now compared to then is just a complete night and day. So I did want to come back to the topic and share my experience and my own kind of process and thoughts and some actionable steps for you as well as we are in the summer season. I want to acknowledge that we are all coming into this conversation in a different place. Some of us have had body image issues deeply rooted since we were children. Um, Some of us, maybe we have never really experienced body image issues, and that's okay. I still think that a lot of things I'm going to talk about in this episode are kind of helpful for just like the long run in life and the way that we treat our bodies and the way that we care for ourselves and the way that we talk about our bodies. So no matter how you feel about your body right now, no matter how comfortable you feel in your skin, no matter how much you want to lose 10 pounds or 50 pounds or 100 pounds, no matter what size you are right now, if you're in, you know, the quote unquote perfect shape that you've always wanted to be in, or if you personally see yourself as at your worst right now. I want you to kind of let go of all of those preconceived ideas that you're coming into this conversation with. If there's any way that you can just say, okay, I'm gonna like be open-minded about this conversation because I know for me, there have been so many conversations that I've had with others over this past year when I'm kind of talking about body image and gaining strength and having a new mindset around fitness and health and food and eating more food versus less food, a lot of times I feel like people are really closed off to that conversation. Like they can't even fathom it. They can't even fathom doing something for their bodies instead of against it. So just come into this with an open mind just for the episode. So first, I just want to give you a quick kind of overview with where I'm at and kind of where this conversation stemmed from for me, where this episode stemmed from for me and reflect a little bit on my own journey so that you can just see where I'm coming from. And then I do have eight different steps slash action steps that we can take or leave. It's not any sort of like eight step progression that you need to go through. It's just some steps that might help in having more confidence in our own skin this summer and maybe releasing some of those body image issues. So as we were kicking off kind of the summer season to this podcast last week, talking about clothes and our wardrobes and wearing clothes that fit us, I just couldn't stop thinking about how body image is such a huge part of that and how our closets are wrapped up in our body image, right? The clothes that we have, the clothes that we keep that are too small for us, that we use to kind of like punish ourselves or quote unquote motivate ourselves, which it really doesn't, it doesn't help. 
we talked about that last week. And I just couldn't help but think of this picture that I have of Gemma and I, um, like one, like, it's like a mirror selfie. (laughs) I took it about a month ago. We were getting ready to go into the hot tub and we were both in our bathing suits and I can remember the moment so well by looking at that picture. I was looking in the mirror at my body in a two-piece bathing suit, which just so you know, I haven't worn in like several years. I have worn only one pieces because that's just what I felt comfortable in, even though I like two pieces. I I didn't feel like I could wear a two-piece, but this year I got a couple and I was in a two-piece bathing suit and I was looking at my body and Gemma came alongside of me and she started flexing in the mirror in her bathing suit, which is so funny because clearly like my husband and I have both flexed in the mirror. We do it all the time with her kind of jokingly, but also, you know, we both lift. So it's just, I feel like part of what comes with it is trying to see where your muscles are growing and what is kind of going on there. So as embarrassed as I am to say that, (laughs) she is used to looking in the mirror and she'll flex. So I was looking in the mirror at my body and I remember starting to feel kind of like some body image issues coming up as is normal for me looking in the mirror in a bathing suit or in anything that I'm wearing, but much less normal than it used to be. And she just runs over, like hugs my leg and looks in the mirror at herself and flexes. And so I took her lead and I flexed in the mirror and I took a picture. And I remember after taking that picture, I kind of vowed to myself that this summer, the only way that I'm going to look at myself in the mirror in a bathing suit or in any clothes is with gratitude for my body, for what it can do, for my health that I have, the health that I have, and for my strength. And I want to look in the mirror and kind of admire the body that I have right now, not constantly be thinking of where I want my body to go or the flaws that I see. And that moment really made me reflect on just the past year in general, because I would have never had that thought a year ago. I have come a long way and I have struggled with body image issues my entire life. I can remember the first time another kid told me that I was like chubbier than them. I remember the exact moment that I started looking at my stomach and thinking, oh, it's fat. Um, I think I was eight years old, but maybe it started before then. Who knows? It is something that is rooted so deeply within me and within my own life, and I know that that's a common experience. A voice has lived in my head for so long, reminding me to not feel comfortable till I reach a certain number on the scale or a certain size or a certain physique. And I've talked about this on the podcast before, but I also really disliked any form of like physical activity my whole life as well, Um, especially into adulthood. Like there were certain things that I would eventually find that I liked, but still I always had this mindset of, oh, I need to be torturing my body. Exercise should feel like torture. And so I didn't like it. And I would only go a few days in a row or maybe a few weeks in a row if I was doing some sort of challenge and I would restrict and I would punish my body And I was never satisfied with the results of it. And then my body would bounce back and forth with my health kicks, with my yo-yo diets and workouts. And so I know I've talked about this journey a little bit on here, but I'm just going to kind of give a quick overview on how 
this past year and a half ish <laughs> since the pandemic started, which is just a little bit over a year, I guess, things really changed, especially with how I looked at exercise and eventually how I looked at my body as well. So today I'm not going to really talk about exercise that much. I'm just going to kind of talk about how my body image shifted and then we'll dive into some kind of action steps there. So for me, what changed really started with moving my body. And I, like I said, never liked working out before. And I remember towards the beginning of the pandemic, I figured, well, if I'm going to be home all the time and my husband's going to be home all the time, then I am going to find some kind of workout program and get consistent because I want to transform my body, right? That's what I've thought several times in my life. I've tried that journey. But I remember working out and putting the music up loud and I was lifting in some way. And for once, I kind of felt a different feeling. I didn't feel tortured. I felt good after that workout. And I was feeling so anxious back then at the beginning of the pandemic, like many of us were. And for once, movement felt freeing to me. It kind of freed me from that anxiety, only momentarily, but it worked. And I got that adrenaline kick and I felt the positive effects of exercise. And so because moving my body was helping me feel less anxious and I desperately needed to feel less anxious so that I could kind of like be a normal person and be there for my family during this time, I soon enough had kind of a new motivation for working out. And I knew I needed to move my body to kind of survive this mental turmoil that the pandemic was putting me in and was putting so many of us in. I needed to work out for me. It was like a thing that I was doing for me. It was time that I got on my own. It was a time that I got to listen to the music that I enjoyed. So I kept doing it. Now that I was doing it for me, instead of to change my body, I was doing it for my body. I was doing it to feel better. And soon enough, I was doing it consistently. And then I kind of found a community um, like that was associated with a training program that I did. I found powerlifting and, and kind of similar programming to powerlifting, and things started changing even more. And this is where really, you know, not only my mindset around working out changed, but my mindset around how I saw my body started to change. So with powerlifting and lifting heavy, I started to see my body change in positive ways, but it was not shrinking. And I always aimed to shrink my body through working out. That was always my goal, through working out and eating less, basically. But my body was growing instead of shrinking. And I started to feel empowered by the growth that I saw and by the growth that I felt by being able to lift heavier weight. And then I was so tired all the time because of the kind of intense lifting So I started to learn that I needed to eat more food and eating to fuel my strength versus shrinking my body actually gave me energy for like the first time in years. I felt energy and eating more actually changed my body for the better, which was crazy to me. Now, don't get me wrong. My body has changed a ton from that journey over the past year and a couple of months. But the biggest thing that changed for me is my mind because my body is not in a place that I maybe back a couple of years ago would have wished for it to be. I didn't lose 20 pounds. I didn't, you know, shape it into this perfect shape. I didn't, I don't have a six pack, but 
I've kind of let go of those things along the way. I've let go of wanting those things. And my mindset has truly shifted to aiming for strength and health in the way that I take care of my body. And so for me, moving and eating has changed my body image, not because it's changed my body into the perfect shape, but because I did it for myself and I cared for myself over and over each day. I intentionally cared for my body and that really started to shift the way I felt about myself because the way I felt about myself before, I wouldn't have wanted to take care of my body. I just did not like the way I felt. I did not like the skin I was in. So why would I take care of it? Instead, I would come at it from like fighting it, trying to shrink it. And now I I come at it from, I just want to take care of the health that I have. I just want to take care of the skin that I'm in. And that might not be your same journey, but I do think if we come at, you know, taking care of ourselves from a different perspective, if we look at our bodies and think, I want to care for the body that I have, that's automatically going to shift maybe those negative perceptions that we have, the negativity that we speak towards ourselves. Body image issues root themselves so deeply within us. And when we keep the too small clothes in our closets, which we talked about last week, um, when we start another diet out of hatred for the skin that we're in, when we burn ourselves out on intense workouts and efforts to become smaller, these actions, they just make the roots grow deeper. And these are the actions that we are often so encouraged to do by like the fitness industry or I don't know, our friends, like people that we love and care for. This is just for some reason, it's the narrative that's out there that we need to fight ourselves into being this perfect image of you know beauty standards that aren't even realistic. And these actions that we take again and again, they grow these roots deeper. And I know that for, for me, mine are not completely gone. I have not rooted all of this up. But I am learning and I have learned over this past year how to slowly pull up those roots. For me, each time that I work out with the motivation to grow stronger, I pull up the roots. Each time that I eat lots of good food to fuel my body instead of eat less, I pull up the roots. Um, each time I care for my health because I want my body to thrive and be strong, I'm pulling up those roots. And each time that I look at myself in the mirror and think positive things or say positive things out loud, even though I'm not feeling them, or flex in the mirror with my daughter because it's fun, I'm pulling up those roots. So this summer, I'm vowing to look at my body in the mirror in a different way. And I know from the story that I just shared, body image issues start young, minded, obviously. And I'm sure a lot of you listening, that is your story too. My daughter trails behind me nearly everywhere I go. In that picture I described, you know, in the mirror, when I look in it, she's right there. And I'm going to post that picture on Instagram, by the way, so you can go find it there. But together, we will look at our summer bodies in admiration, my daughter and I. I want her to see me looking at my body with gratitude for its curves and strength, for its unique shape. I want her to see me feeling grateful for the health that I have, for growing big and strong, as she says. And I do not want negative words to leave my mouth about my body this summer. You may have heard the term hot girl summer. It's popular on the social media, but I 
like to think of this summer as strong girl summer or healthy girl summer, just caring for myself summer and loving myself well summer. And I want it to rub off on her because looking in the mirror and picking out our flaws, it's just not going to happen this summer. I'm not going to do it. And I don't want to pass that trait onto her because I know how easily it is passed on. So before we dive into kind of the action steps, I just want you to think right now about the fact that our girls and our boys, the kids we're raising, they're watching and listening to everything that th- that we do. And the power and influence that we personally gain and pass on from embracing the skin that we are in and from caring for it, it's unmatched. That strength and power and influence that we get to pass on to them from this, it's so countercultural, right? when we compliment ourselves in the mirror or when we, even if it doesn't feel natural, even if it doesn't feel real yet, when we make the intention to say positive things to ourselves until we believe it about ourselves, that is something that is so powerful. So here are just some steps to take to make this summer one where you work on body image issues, one where you slowly work to pull up these roots and feel more confident in the skin that you're in. It doesn't happen automatically, or at least it surely didn't happen that way for me, but I think slowly but surely it can happen. It is definitely possible and it is definitely worth doing the work for because it is important for ourselves, but also for our relationships. The way we view ourselves often rubs off on our relationship with our spouses and of course the way our kids are going to feel about themselves one day. So these steps that I'm going to share, they truly do relate to kind of steps that I have taken. Um, Again, I'm not an expert, but these are steps that have helped me and I believe that they will help you no matter if you take one of them and run with it or all of them. The first one is the number one that has helped me and that is moving my body but in a way that I truly enjoy and doing it for me, for my health, to feel better, not just to look a certain way. So move your body for you in the way that you enjoy. Um, Maybe try something new if you don't know what you enjoy, but find a different motivation other than changing your body, okay? This is not just to change and shift your body. You are going to work out or going to for a walk or moving your body in whatever way, maybe for just some time for you, or maybe just to get some relief from anxiety, like that was my main motivation in the beginning, or to feel better in whatever way. Maybe you make it something fun that you do with your kids. How can you make moving your body be something that is for you and for your body? because you are grateful for it and you want to care for it. And somehow exercise and actually caring for your body, you know, there's not really much mental work. You know, you don't really have to do any real intentional mental work around it, around changing your body image. Somehow with moving your body and working out, at least in my experience, when you kind of measure your progress by seeing, you know, is let's say you're t- you're running, you're going to run a mile a couple of times a week. As you see your progress in your strength or in your endurance or, you know, how easily you can run a mile and how it gets easier each time, that can shift 
our body image. That can get bring us a more positive body image. That can bring us confidence in our own skin. Not because our body's even changed, but because we feel better and we are seeing progress. And it's so empowering to see what we can do and how that grows and changes. What your body is capable of, that can change your confidence level in itself. The next kind of action step that I have is eat foods that make you feel good and don't starve yourself. I think I talked about this a while back on the podcast, but I started eating more food instead of always trying to be in a calorie deficit to lose weight. And I found energy. I found that my strength grew in my workouts. And I found that I was more apt to eat healthy foods that make my body feel good. Eventually, I even kind of dove into a journey to feel, find what was making my body feel bad so I could stop eating those foods. So doing this, it's kind of the same things that you think you should do to fix your, your negative body image. Like, yeah, I'm going to work out, I'm going to lose weight, and I'm going to eat healthy so I can lose weight. Except for you're doing them for a different motivation than just to lose weight and change your body. You're doing them for yourself, for your own health, to care for yourself And that starts to shift your body image and make you more confident because you feel better. The third step is what I talked about last week on the podcast, actually what my guest gave us her expertise in, which is wearing clothes that fit you. I had Jamie Baker on the show last week and she talked about creating an intentional and cohesive wardrobe. And one of the things she said really stuck with me and that was to Get rid of anything in your closet that does not fit you right now in the body that you have right now. We should be honoring our bodies by wearing clothes that we feel good in, that fit us well, no matter what size our bodies are right now. Your body does a lot for you, and they deserve to be clothed in things that fit them. But not only that, in clothes you are excited to wear. So sometimes I think, especially in the summer seasons, we like stay away from certain clothes because we feel like we don't deserve to wear them. Our bodies aren't at the place where we could wear that thing. But I want to encourage you to wear the things that you want to wear this summer. Um, Get sizes that fit you and, and wear them. Because sometimes, even if we feel like we don't have the confidence to wear what we want to wear, sometimes wearing it is what brings the confidence. Clothes do matter in the way that we see ourselves in the way that we feel in our own skin. And I encourage you to go to last week's episode if you want more on that. I hope you're enjoying today's episode, but I want to take a quick break to thank today's sponsors helping make With Intention possible. Anna Luisa was founded to bring clarity to the jewelry industry. They design pieces with a more beautiful story from beginning to end, starting with recycled materials whenever possible, transparent business practices always, and small batches that are kind to the earth. I'm excited to share more about them with you because as a listener, you'll also be able to get 10% off at analuisa.com intention. When I discovered Anna Luisa, I personally was looking for a small, simple, dainty pair of earrings that I could wear daily. And I actually found the Celeste earrings. I love the asymmetrical look of them. They're gold with one side being a star and the other side being a moon. I literally wear them daily. My ears are pretty sensitive and I've never had any pain or redness from them. 
Looking over Anna Louisa's website and selection, it was honestly hard to choose. There are so many pieces that I love, and it will definitely be one of my go-tos for gifts for family and friends when I'm looking for jewelry. I just love the quality of the jewelry and the sustainability aspect. Anna Luisa has amazing quality jewelry with prices starting at just $39. And as a podcast listener, you get 10% off with code intention. So right now you can head to analuisa.com slash intention. That's A-N-A-L-U-I-S-A, A-N-A-L-U-I-S-A dot com slash intention to treat yourself or your loved ones and use the code intention to get 10% off. I absolutely recommend them. They're a great brand making beautiful, sustainable jewelry. So go check them out. com slash intention code intention. I also want to thank Plush Care. When we think of health, we tend to think of exercising regularly, eating right and getting eight hours of sleep. Those things are super important, but mental health is just as important as physical health. And I know it can be hard to talk about these things, but that's why Plush Care makes it easy to connect with a doctor wherever you are, whenever you're ready. So Plush Care's primary care physicians are here for you seven days a week to help you get started feeling better as soon as possible. In addition to handling ongoing and urgent care, they also treat a wide range of common mental health issues like anxiety, depression, stress, or even trouble sleeping. You can book a same-day appointment and see a Plush Care doctor right from the comfort of your home using a phone or computer. Plush Care accepts most major insurance carriers and is available in all 50 states. Plush Care makes it easier than ever to take care of yourself inside and out. Start your membership today. You can go to plushcare.com slash intention to start your free 30-day trial. That's P-L-U-S-H-C-A-R-E dot com slash intention for a free 30-day trial. plushcare.com slash intention. The next two steps are more about kind of just exploring our body image issues in themselves. And the first one is some self-awareness. So as you go through your days, maybe over the next week or two, I want you to really notice whenever body image issues come up. Why are they coming up? What is triggering them? Um, Is it something like an event, like you having to put on a bathing suit? Or is it someone you're around, someone that brings you down or comments on your body. Um, For me, I know that when my period is coming that week before, like I'm just going to have body dysmorphia and I can't necessarily make that go away. I'm going to have bloating. I'm going to feel awful. I'm not going to naturally feel positive when I look in the mirror during that time of the month. But because I'm aware of it, I can kind of tell myself a different story. Okay, this is happening because my period's coming. Um, This is normal. It happens every month. And I don't really need to make any drastic changes. I don't need to starve myself. Um, I don't need to start doing all kinds of cardio to lose weight. Like I can just keep doing what I'm doing and soon I will feel better. And I'm only seeing myself this way because of hormones, that type of thing. Just tell myself a different story. So... What is it that brings up body image issues in you in the daily life that you're living? Get some self-awareness around that and then maybe create some phrases or, you know, some reassurance that you can give yourself when those things come up. 
if you're really just starting on this journey, maybe you need to create some positive phrases that you can say to yourself whenever you're feeling like picking yourself apart in the mirror. Or maybe you remind yourself of the parts of your body that make you feel really confident or that you love. And when you do start to pick yourself apart in the mirror, remind yourself, okay, let's notice the things that I love about myself instead. Let's focus on those things. If it's a person that picks you apart or that maybe is just a person who is negative about their own body, so when you're around them, you feel compelled to do the same, maybe have a conversation with them. If they're someone that you love and you're around often, I know that conversation could be hard, but it's an important one to have. And if they care about you, then they are going to listen. The next step is kind of similar and really goes together. And that is to kind of journal it out or really do some reflecting on where all of these body image issues started, where they stem from, um, what things have led to them. Maybe even write out like what are the common thoughts that you have about your body, the common negative thoughts. Do some journaling around all of this and then work on, again, writing out these positive phrases, maybe affirmations around your body that you can say and maybe say them every morning so that you start to believe them. You don't have to believe them already to begin saying these things. These things might not be things you believe about yourself yet, but you are going to use these phrases to help yourself get to that point where you do believe them. Okay, the seventh step is to be realistic, okay? I want to get real for a minute. Maybe there's a fitness influencer or personal trainer that you're following um, online that whenever you see their body, you're like, that is the body that I want. Or whatever beauty standard you're holding yourself to, is it actually realistic? Like, is this ever going to happen for you? If it's the thing that you're measuring yourself against, what would it take to get there? Okay, get real with yourself. Because for me, I've never had a six pack in my life, even when I was like 115 pounds, which at this point, I am a lot more pounds more than that. Okay, (laughs) so that was a long time ago. That was like in high school. I never had a six pack. I've always held fat around my belly. And I had a goal to have a six pack for a really long time. This is no longer my goal. I realized that it would take getting down to a very low percentage of body fat for my stomach muscles to ever show their face. And I have no need for them to show their face. What is the point? I would be miserable by the time I got there because I'd be starving myself and I would never get to eat foods I enjoy and I would never get to drink a glass of wine. So what beauty standard are you holding yourself to or what goal has always been in your head for your body to look like? And is it even really a goal that you'd want? What would it actually take to get there? So many of these people that we see their bodies and we're like, oh, I'd love to look like that. That is their life. And that's great for them. Like that's their job. That's their life. They love it. But what would it actually take? Would it, it would take saying no to so many good things that we love in our daily life. It would mean spending hours in the gym. It would mean planning out every single bite of food that goes into our mouth. Do you really want that? Like, is it really that important to you? Is it realistic for your life and your lifestyle? And do the people who love you even care? If they do, then that's a problem, but most likely they don't. So why do you care? And why are you trying to measure yourself to this unrealistic standard? Another thing to get real about, when you are on the beach, 
or when you are swimming, I'm just going straight to the bathing suits here because I know that the bathing suits are the hardest thing. At least for me, they always are. When you're in the water, when you're at the beach, when you are somewhere where you are wearing a bathing suit, are you looking around and judging others on their bodies? Are you looking around worried about how everyone else looks in their bathing suits? You're not, right? I'm guessing that you're not. You're doing one or two of two things. You are enjoying yourself at the beach or in the pool. You are with your kids maybe having a really good time. Or you are sitting there worried about yourself and your own bikini body, right? So you're not worried about what others are looking like. And in turn, they are not worried about what you are looking like. I want us to be real about that and and start to remind ourselves of these things each time that our body image issues are coming up or we're worried about wearing a bathing suit somewhere or we're worried about what our bodies look like when we're going to the beach or we want to starve ourselves to get into beach ready shape, right? We don't need to be. There's, there's no reason. Okay. And then the last step kind of goes with what we just said. And I was talking about those fitness influencers that you might look up to, or you might want their body. The last step is to think about all of the accounts online, if you are on social media, that you compare yourself to, all of the bodies out there that you compare yourself to, unfollow them or mute them or just take yourself off Instagram for a while. I feel so much better when I am not looking at other bodies that I tend to compare myself to. Now, I do follow a lot of fitness Instagram because I really love weightlifting and I love finding tips on that, but I don't follow people that are constantly posting their bodies that look absolutely perfect in the perfect lighting, in the perfect poses, because that's not real, one. And two, I know I'm going to compare myself to them, especially when it comes to a certain time of the month, right? Which I talked about earlier. So I try to stay away from those accounts in general. If I find myself following them, I quickly find myself unfollowing them. If that is an area where you struggle, definitely unfollow accounts that are making you compare your bodies to their bodies and making you feel worse because of that. I know it's not their fault, right? I'm not saying it's wrong of these people to post their bodies on Instagram. It's wrong of me to not be able to look at that and also feel good about my body where it's at. So I've got to unfollow those accounts for my own good. I hope that this episode has been helpful to you. I just felt really compelled to talk about this on the podcast. This has been a journey for me. I feel better in my skin this year than I ever have, even when I was at my very lowest weight, because my mindset has shifted and because I have learned to slowly root out these body image issues that I've had for so long. And I know that they're not serving me. I know that accepting my body now for what it is, for the skin that I'm in, is going to serve me so much better. And Most of all, for me, my biggest motivator for this, my biggest why is so that my daughter doesn't grow up with the same body image issues that I had. I want her to see strength and positivity when it comes to the way that I look at my body so that she can do the same for hers and really be prepared with armor around herself as she goes out into the world and is bombarded by all of this messaging that we need to be smaller and we need to change the way our bodies look to be happy because we don't. We just need to change the way we think about our bodies to be happy with the skin that we're in. 
if this episode was helpful to you in any way or if it spoke to you in any way and you think it would be helpful to a friend of yours, could you just share it with them? You can send it to them in a text message or you can share it on Instagram or whatever social media platform that you're on. I'm so grateful for that. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being here, for listening in. I know this was a very raw and somewhat unedited episode. I appreciate you for letting me share my journey and I just hope, of course, that it has been helpful to you in some way. Next week, we will continue our summer season of With Intention. I will talk to you right back here again on the next episode. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.